0: This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast and social media are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or corrections of errors.
1: Welcome to Nothing, Nothing happens, happens in a
0: Small Town.
1: So, <laughs> if you cannot tell, uh, we are live. We have a
0: live, not-so-studio audience.
1: Yes. <laughs> and uh, first, before we really get started, I wanted to say a special um, happy uh, bir- happy birthday to Hannah, who is hosting us. <laughs> Woo! And then also congratulations to Megan and Dylan who have their new apartment. Yay! That is definitely worth (laughs) celebrating. And you know we're really excited to be here talking to a lot of people. And you know, face your mic, there, dear. (laughs) Yes, doing our first. Live audience. Yeah, so, so. We're,
0: this is all a loo- learning experience, and anybody who's listened to us for a while knows we constantly have lovely issues with yeah. our... Software and the audio. audio, And yeah,
1: so, you know, um, we are doing this live. We are not editing. So, what you hear is what you get. Yep.
0: We have small people. We have a bonfire. It is cold. Yes. So, I do anticipate there's going to be plenty of background noise. Yes.
1: But, so today we are talking about Suzanne Morphew. So, Suzanne was born. Okay, so I'm going to backtrack a little bit. So it's May 10th, 2020 in Maysville, Colorado. It's Mother's Day. And the sheriff's office receives a call, that a 911 call, saying that Suzanne has disappeared. She went for a bicycle ride, and she hasn't returned. It's after dark. She's missing. No no one one can can reach her. Her Her cell phone, nobody can get a hold of her. Uh, her husband, Barry, is at work. And, and he's in Denver,
0: which is like a three-hour drive yeah. away.
1: And her daughters are on a camping trip in Idaho. So nobody's been home that day and nobody it. has seen her. Um, so Suzanne grew up in Alexandria, Indiana. And in high school, she met Barry Murphy at a local golf club. And he had already graduated from high school. He was three years older than she was. He was a star baseball player in high school, and he even played for the Toronto Blue Jays.
0: Well, he was drafted. Yes. Seeing as I work with a a guy who was drafted the NFL, I don't think he actually made it past the practice leagues.
1: Yeah, and he ended up having an injury that ended his career, so he couldn't, he didn't go any further with baseball but Um, that
0: is still a huge accomplishment even to be drafted
1: yes um so suzanne was very popular she was the homecoming queen nominee um she was when she met barry she was totally smitten she was in love you know with this man from the get-go and both of them ended up attending purdue university And at 20, Suzanne was diagnosed with aggressive form of lymphoma. And uh, Barry stood through her through all of her cancer treatment. Which is amazing at those
0: young ages.
1: Um, So her family said he could have easily left, continued on with his life, but he didn't. He stuck by her the entire time. And eventually she beat cancer. And then in 1994, they got married. And Suzanne taught middle school, and Barry started a landscaping business. So, they were, you know, living the life that they thought was great.
0: Yeah, they were on their path.
1: Yes. Suzanne desperately wanted to be a mother, and you know, of course, with cancer, you never know, that can be a struggle.
0: Right, because after all of the chemo and other therapies, it is there is a potential that you will never conceive.
1: Yeah um so they were a very religious couple um and suzanne did eventually get pregnant twice so she got her dream macy and mallory are her daughters and she became a stay-at-home mother to take care of the girls um barry was successful in landscaping even paying off their house and mallory when she got to the oldest daughter age yep Uh, decided to go to school in Colorado so the family decided to follow her and keep the family together Barry was a hunter and loved the outdoors and he wanted to move west this was kind of his dream as well um so so here was their chance I mean seriously
0: they moved to a small town called Salida, Colorado, and yeah. he started up his company there. Mm-hmm. So, like I always do, I'm the geography person. I'm like, okay. And also, is it a small town? We have discussions about the word city all the time. Yes. Well, here in the United States, we kind of sort of suck, y'all, for when it comes to what's a city, what a t- what's a town. The, the small town we grew up in, Keewon, Illinois, our listeners know, it's called a city. 12,000 people do not a city make no <laughs> but anyhow <laughs> the city of salida, salida is the statutory city that is the county seat and the most populous mun- municipality of chaffee county colorado population is 5,666 per the 2020 census city 5,000 people uh-huh okay it also means exit in Spanish, which just kind of reminds me of my old military days and being in El kharaj Saudi Arabia. Haraja is to exit or get out, and I took that to mean El kharaj was the middle of effing nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so Maysville is an unincorporated community, and it's considered a census-designated census place, so it isn't even called a town. It's located and governed by the Chaffee County, Colorado. It's uh, 135 people as of the 2010 census, and Salida is actually its post office and zip code.
1: So that we can is, call that one a small yeah, town for definitely sure. Definitely a small <laughs> town.
0: <laughs> Definitively, so Salida and the adjoining areas. the The town itself is about three square miles, uh, on the Arkansas River, which runs through the town. It's a major source of water for local agriculture. The Sawatch Range runs north and south and is located roughly ten miles west of Salida. Essentially, when looking at the geography, this place is just. When you think of Colorado and you think of the mountains, this is it. (laughs) There's the Mosquito Range paralleling the Sasquatch Range to the east. There's the Upper Arkansas Valley in the middle of all these beautiful mountains. And Salida is known uh, known locally as the Arkansas Hills. And Methodist Mountain is the major feature. Like if you were to be... Like when I went, used to go up to uh, Eilson in Alaska, you know, you'd see there's a particular mountain. That's the one you think of. This is it for Salida. Um, the U.S. 50 runs through it. It's just what you would think of as supremely middle of nowhere, but a little bit of humanity with culture. They have a historic district. It was na- added to the National Register of Historic Places in 1984. It's the largest historic district in Colorado, and in March 30th of 2012, they actually named one of two inaugural, inaugural certified creative disti- districts in Colorado. So you think of, if you want to move out west, have some culture, be kind of sort of in the middle of nowhere, look at beautiful vistas and mountains, here you go. <laughs> um, they actually even are affiliated with the National Federation of State. poetry societies and have, um, some creative poetry nights and what have you. So this sounds like a really idyllic place to live. Does it not?
1: It does. (laughs) And so to this point, um, Suzanne Morphew has gone missing. She, she was on her bicycle and nobody has seen her. Um, so that Mother's Day, her daughter sent her a text and they didn't, get a response so they really got worried because
0: it's mother's day well and they were very close
1: they were a very close family um so they tried to call her and she didn't pick up eventually the girls called a neighbor and asked her to go over and check on their mother the neighbor knocked and rang the bell with no response the neighbor finally called barry and asked if he knew where she was he was on job in denver so he didn't know He did think she was going for a bike ride. The neighbor checked and her mountain bike was there. So, or no, I'm sorry, it was not Not there. there. (laughs) Um, So Barry came rushing home. He's like, I don't know what's going on. Let me check. The neighbor called the sheriff's department and (laughs) sorry, (laughs) I have to (laughs) flip the page. Uh, The search has begun. Uh, They found her mountain bike halfway down an embankment. Front tire of the bike was a little messed up. A young man standing outside the home in the driveway was approached by the police. And it turned out to be Macy's boyfriend. And she asked him to check on her mom. He told the police that what he knew uh, of the situation. And then... um, Barry called Suzanne's family, told the family that the police did find her bicycle.
0: Crashed. And I mean, I've seen the pictures and I know you have too. Yes. When we talk about embankment, you might, like, when you live here in the East Coast, you might think, yeah, just a little ditch. No, this was yeah. like it, it's down. It is more a like a side of the house aggressive. here. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's a pretty it, aggressive,
0: it. and it's full of little trees. Yes. So you don't just go walking down this embankment.
1: So, Barry had to drive three hours from his job in Denver, and he met the police in the driveway. In the footage, he was frantic. Where's her bike? Where was it found? Maybe it was a mountain lion. Did she crash? He said the last time he saw her was at 5 a.m. that morning when he left for work. Barry let them go into, into the house and search around. Uh, dogs were brought in to sniff and search. And they found her ID and wallet in her car in the garage. They can't find her cell phone, but her sunglasses and hydration water packs she would have taken on her bike ride was still still there. there. And that's something that's very unlike her to leave that sitting in well, their car. And she I can't imagine, it she, it with her. yeah,
0: she would have had her wallet on her, too. Yes. If you're mountain biking in the mountains, in the middle of nowhere, uh-huh. and something happens, you want to have your ID on you. Exactly. And your phone.
1: So, everybody thought this was strange. Uh, friends, family, and police searched for her in the following days. Only her helmet. ...was found in the complete opposite direction of where her bike was found. This did not seem like any chance of an animal attack.
0: Because you he, would find remains? Yeah. Uh,
1: he, so Barry put out a video on Facebook asking for help. He even offered a $200,000 reward. But no response was made. They started to look into why anyone would want Suzanne dead. Right before the move, Suzanne got the news that cancer came back, so she was going through treatment again. And the question came up, why did they move, especially with this news to such a remote area?
0: Yeah. And um, so I did a little digging because I was thinking, you know, if you know anybody who has had cancer, gone into remission, and then you want to go back into care, you typically want your old team. You want your team that knows you. um, Anybody who's worked through this before. It's, it's scary. So I did a little digging. There are cancer centers in Colorado Springs, which is closer than Denver, but that's still a two plus hour drive due to the mountains. Cause if you just look at the map, you're like, oh, well it's not that far. And then you're like, oh, and then you look at where the roads are. Okay, got it. So it just seems odd to me that she would have made this move if it wasn't in the middle of all this, though again, they wanted to be near their daughters. So then from that, I decided to go, hmm, mountain lions. So they can bound up to 40 feet when running. They can leap 15 feet up into a tree. They can climb over a 12-foot fence. They travel many, many miles at about 10 miles an hour. They reach speeds of 50 miles an hour in a sprint. So um, yeah, the whole idea of thought of, well, maybe a mountain lion got her. Well, okay, fine. So I did some research on mountain lions and whether they attack people but i started out with what are mountain lions so i know p- many people ask this are mountain lions cougars and panthers all the same animal do you all know mm. they, are. they are they are all the same animal the american lion's scientific name was puma con color and is sometimes referred to as the cat of many names so um Basically, they, the scientific name was changed. Actually, the current name is Puma concolor. The former name was Felis concolor. Don't know why. Um, so they once ranged more extensively than any other a- mammal in the Western Hemisphere. Historically, they could be found anywhere from the Canadian Yukon to the Straits of Magellan, over 110 degrees in latitude from the Atlantic seaboard to the Pacific Ocean. As a result, each native tribe and group of European explorers gave the cat a different name. Because they all came from different places, had different languages. Today, the mountain lions are listed in dictionaries under more names than any other animal in the world. Writer Claude T. Barnes listed 18 native South American, 25 native North American, 40 English uh, names for the same animal. Depending on the region and native language, common names for the American lion include mountain lion, cougar, panther, puma, painter, El lion, and catamount. Mountain lions attacking mountain bikers are the, uh, the next thing I obviously went into after I had my fun little excursion on mountain lion naming. So do mountain lions attack mountain bikers? Really? So um, as you may have guessed, since you don't hear about my mountain lion attacks on a daily basis, human encounters with mountain lions are rare and the risk of an attack is infinitely small. You are more likely to drown in your bathtub, be killed by a pet dog, or hit by lightning. If lions had any natural urge to hunt people, there would be more, more attacks every single day. Instead, they avoid us. I guess we aren't that tasty. Um, <laughs> there have been 15 verified mountain lion attacks in California since 1986. And of those, only three were fatal, according to the California Department of Fi- Fish and Wildlife data. I saw There was a, fogo- a photo of a cougar that had attacked two mountain bikers, and one didn't survive. And this was from 2018. Um, so... There was also another one that I found in Washington state. I didn't find like national statistical data. So I ended up just looking at a handful of Western states. So, and you might be curious about this. What do you do if you encounter a mountain lion while you're on a bike? If you encounter one, stop. Do not attempt to ride or run away. Attempting to flee may actually stimulate a lion's instinct to chase and attack. Face the lion and stand upright guess it's kind of like a hyena
1: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> be taller than it um and i just remember as i was reading through some uh stuff before we go back to the the um case uh one of the detectives of the case was quoted as saying It something like eight out of ten times when a spouse dies the other one's involved yeah or to quote one of my favorite uh tv actors from the major crimes lieutenant provenza it's always the husband it's always the husband it's always the husband
1: so at this point suzanne is missing she's been missing for a few days her husband has put out a reward for two hundred thousand dollars on facebook and you know nobody's heard anything well, uh, found out through family and friends that they had been having some marriage problems. That they happens. thought the move was a fresh start for the couple, and her cancer was successfully treated. Um, a lot of volunteers continued to search for Suzanne, but Barry was kind of quiet. He, he was
0: presumed, was
1: presumed heartbroken.
0: heartbroken at first.
1: Um, He wouldn't sleep in their bed, sleeping on the couch. But, of course, as always, suspicion turned to Barry.
0: Because it's always the husband. (laughs) husband.
1: (laughs) Social media started looking at Barry. He did more than 30 hours of voluntary interviews with police. He didn't show up at her vigil, he didn't attend all of her searches, but his friends and family said he seemed to be really hurting. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Suzanne's, yeah, yeah, We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Suzanne's family went to the police and told them that a power dynamic had been laid out in the relationship. Barry made all the decisions in the marriage. After he disappeared, he cast a vote for her in her name for her election
0: yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And seriously, it was one of those he did vote for, and you can, your politics aside, he vo- he, voted he voted in her name for, for Trump, Trump, which yeah. actually made me laugh with all of the complaints and the finger pointing of that party for voter fraud against the other party, and you're like, and here's um, one that went the other way, right?
1: <laughs> so Suzanne confided to her sister Melinda that she felt like a trophy in the marriage. Um, friends came forward and said, no, they had a good relationship. Um, but there were some conflicting accounts. A year passed and the case went cold. Police tight-lipped on the investigation. So May 5th, 2021, a press conference held by police, they announced they arrested Barry for the murder of Suzanne. Evidence of a collapsing marriage... Macy's boyfriend told the police that Suzanne and Barry had talked about separating and possibly divorcing. Text messages from Suzanne to her best friend days before she disappeared. One specifically stated she would not feel safe alone with Barry.
0: And remember, this weekend, the girls were away together, so she was alone Alone. with Barry.
1: Four days before her disappearance, text from her to Barry... I am done. I don't care what you are up to and have been for years. We, uh, we just have to figure this out civilly.
0: Hmm. Two
1: days before her disappearance, text to her sister, Melinda. He's also been abusive emotionally and physically. That's a no-no. Evidence of Barry's cell phone the day before through the Morphew home and frantic frenzied movement as though he was running through the house. Zigzagging and jagged, they believed he was chasing her throughout the house. From 2.47 p.m. to 10.17 p.m., the day before Mother's Day, Barry's cell phone is put on airplane mode. So, that's kind of weird. Why would you do that in your own home?
0: Yeah. Why
1: first all this running
0: and scampering around the house, and then, ooh, let's turn this thing off. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because he realized his phone was on him.
1: Yeah. There was damage to the master bedroom door frame. The door appeared to be kicked in. Unspent bullet casing in the master bedroom. A tranquilizer dart in the house. Uh, A gun. Gun, yeah, sorry. Dart gun in the house. A tranquilizer cap found in the dryer with Suzanne's DNA on it. He claims he had it to illegally remove antlers from deer and sell them on the black market. They actually showed pictures in the garage. The with garage was just full of,
0: of. Well, he also had his trophy yes. deer heads, but he had lots, lots, and lots of, of antlers. antlers
1: yeah. Um, police believe it was a shot in the house. Electronic evidence from Barry's truck around 9:30 p.m. His truck left the house then was parked much closer to the house. He says he went to bed at 10 p.m. So, mm-hmm. okay, except his.
0: The doors on his truck open and close several times between 3 and 4 a.m. that morning.
1: Yes. And there's four hours of missing data from the truck around 4 a.m. to 8 a.m.
0: So he thought he was cleaning it up. Or, of course, yes, there is the possibility that there was an issue with the data being corrupted. But, hmm, hmm.
1: Said he said he turned that. left on the road when he left the house. This is close to where her helmet was found. So was her helmet just tossed out the, the window? Mm-hmm. Uh, the cell phone showed he stopped five times on the way to Denver. He was seen on surveillance dumping trash bags into each different dumpster. Barry checked into a hotel room on Mother's Day, the Holiday Inn, Our, Hours after Barry knew about Suzanne going missing, he gave tools to co-workers and told them he had a family emergency and had to go home. Another employee took over Barry's hotel room. He told investigators there was a very strong chlorine smell in the room. The staff at the hotel said that is not their cleaning products. They don't have anything that smells like chlorine. But But there is
0: one potential.
1: The room is above the indoor pool. So it could come from that. A pen was found in the master bedroom that captured Suzanne talking to a secret lover.
0: Ooh, ooh she had a boy on the side. So I actually looked up some of these poun- pens. You can find them on Amazon. There's actually some that look like uh, like watches and pens, and they are anywhere from like a hundred bucks to upwards of three. So if you're in the in the market, market. <laughs> <laughs> pretty easy to find. Quick Google sh- search.
1: So the police believe she bought it to try and catch Barry cheating. Uh, they stated this is possible motive. Af- the affair that Suzanne ended up having was go- went on for two years and with one a could, man named Jeff.
0: Yeah, and one could insinuate from what she had to say in her text that he had been having an affairs the entire time they were married.
1: Right. It was found that they had talked about running away together. Um, He was an old friend from high school, a married father of six. That's a lot of kids. They did about 50 text messages the day before Mother's Day. So they were communicating the day before. Um, She did not text him at all on Mother's Day. Which, you know, you text somebody 50 times in one day and zero times the next day. (laughs) Means
0: you were probably dead the day before Mother's Day. Not, as Barry said, alive and kicking Mother's Day morning and going out for a A bike bike ride. ride.
1: Um, Police believe Barry came home and found out about the affair. He chased her through the house, killed her, and then dumped her. Using the tranquilizer dart, uh, dart gun to kill her. He claimed the cell phone was him hunting some chipmunks. <laughs>
0: this one cracks me up.
1: Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't get this one. So how many chipmunks are hanging out outside your house at that one time that you're going all over the house?
0: inside. Yeah. Trying to kill them. Trying to kill
1: them outside.
0: We were talking about this because I did some research on and I just ended up giggling because I mean when trying to research people uh shooting chipmunks you're like oh it's a good gateway for learning how to kill small game. You're like yeah okay whatever. (laughs) Um (laughs) when we used to live in a house and not on base uh we actually had an air rifle and we would shoot menace animals from time to time from our garage door it open we wouldn't open the garage door and then shoot them or open the garage window and then shoot them because they would hear that and run away so if you're running frantically through your house you have to open the window unless you have all your windows open in may in colorado maybe but they have snowstorms in may in colorado yeah um but you'd be running around and opening windows and shutting them because chipmunks can't hear that
1: right i don't know that just yeah it doesn't sound quite right to me (laughs) it doesn't sound very feasible I, i don't know so he said the damaged door frame was not him. Doors opening and closing was him doing that for his job. And he claimed the dumpster stops was just him getting rid of trash, and he didn't feel like paying to get rid of it. So he said there's was he calling
0: his wife trash? Uh, who mm. knows.
1: He said there's no proof of her dying in the house. Unknown DNA in Suzanne's car that matches a serial attacker in Arizona. What's so found? That's kind of throwing things off a bit.
0: Yeah, I wasn't able to find anything that said what any other alternate theories for that DNA would be. Right. Like, was it because she had a used car? Was it she let people borrow her car?
1: Yeah. Who knows? They don't have any real... Reason-wise. Because there could
0: totally be reasons. Yeah.
1: So, Suzanne's daughters stick by Barry, as do all of his friends. But nobody knew about the affair, and Barry never told anyone if he did know. In April of 2022, the murder case was dismissed. But it was dismissed without Without prejudice. prejudice. So if they get more evidence, they can try him again. And
0: as of April, one of the um, different uh, articles I found is they were pretty certain they were going to find her body after the thaw. But I haven't seen any updates that they actually they have. They have
1: not found her yet. Yeah. And 9 of 12 witnesses th- were thrown out for the prosecution. So can really only one prosecute if the states find more evidence? Um, Since then, Barry has
0: sold the family home.
1: For $1.625 million on A- March, March 3rd, 3rd of, 2020 of 2021. 2021. Um Her brother, Suzanne's brother, set up a $200,000 reward for the safe return of Suzanne. Barry bought a two-acre piece of property after the disappearance. Then he sold it back to the person he brought it from about a year later for $15,000 less. That just seems weird. odd, especially when you look at the brother had area around that property property searched with cadaver dogs. So did he buy it so that they couldn't Couldn't search search it? I mean, it was just weird.
0: Because you can search public land easily, but private land need the approval of those who own it.
1: So Barry got a server conservatorship <laughs> of Suzanne's <laughs> assets in Indiana and used the paperwork to get conservatorship uh, in Colorado which is how he was able to sell the house meanwhile Barry pled guilty July twenty twenty two to the forgery for turning in Suzanne's ballot in the 2020 election the offense earned him a one-year deferred sentence several times on camera there's footage of barry and his daughters and don't ask me why but this bothers me well they're holding hands and it's just on that
0: realm of you know when you see some things they just give you the ick
1: yeah and that's (gasps) both of us have the same feeling to me it's like i i I get them supporting him and, and all that, but the, whole, the holding hands, every time they leave a building and holding hands on every single interview, it's a little weird.
0: And they're beautiful, beautiful young ladies. They are. And they I are. mean, she was beautiful too, his wife.
1: In Barry's last public interview, he said, I just love my girls and I love my wife and I just want her to be found.
0: Does he though?
1: Sorry, that's That's me. to be determined. (laughs) Yeah, so this,
0: unlike a lot of our um, episodes, we don't typically talk about active cases or truly relatively new active cases because, you know, concerns about, you know, libel and all that other fun stuff. But this is all we just went through, what we could find in public record, interviews. And as always, we love to talk about the victim themselves because people know a lot about like Jeffrey Dahmer, but do they know about his victims that well? Maybe now that they've watched the uh, Netflix series on it. Right. But, um, yeah, we definitely are more about making sure we highlight a little bit something about the victim.
1: Yes. So, Suzanne Mormon was born May 2nd, 1971. She was born to Jean Mormon and Adrienne Be- Burnett. She went to Alexandria Monroe High School. Uh, she <laughs> got a Bachelor of Arts from Purdue University she married ba- Barry on April fifth, nineteen ninety-four. Uh they got married when he was twenty six and she was twenty three.
0: And I was still at basic training. <laughs> oh, A- sorry. <laughs>
1: after their first bout with cancer, um that started she started the Suzanne Morphew Hope Foundation and it addresses the needs of children in various global locations by showing the love of Jesus Christ in tangible ways to address recognized needs.
0: Yeah, and I did some. I know we both looked a little bit to try to see what we could find on her foundation. Um, I happen to be president of a nonprofit, and I I didn't see it currently rated because you can get ratings about um, as much information as you give the different nonprofit groups how much you um, have shown your purpose and goals and what you're doing. And she doesn't. It doesn't currently have a rating. And one of the tax forms I found was pretty light on funding, so I wonder with um, maybe her moving and the and her death that no one's managing it right now, which I find to be sad. And I'm hopeful that it actually is being managed, and I just didn't look in the right places.
1: Yeah, because um, that sounds like yeah, a lovely I thing. Find a lot, but
0: it shows that she cares she and she wants care, to give back. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, um, you know, we don't know what happens behind anybody's closed doors. You know, I do hope that she is someday found. and it's yeah, a
0: really rugged area there, and as is. as you may have garnered from my little geography le- lesson, that area is very unpopulated. There is a lot of rugged terrain to try to look through to see if they can find her. And seriously, the mountain lion attack with her her bike just kind of crashed into the woods one way, which kind of looks like somebody just went... Yeah. Off the road. Yeah. And her helmet her looking helmet, like, it it like it was just chucked out of chucked. a. <laughs>
1: yeah, it just didn't seem like. Yeah. It, it seemed like it was purposely thrown out a window.
0: <laughs> so. But so. that's, uh, that's basically it, y'all. Um, yeah. Our first live and freezing. Um, <laughs> I might be just a little bit cold right now. Yeah. Should have worn my boots that I was, I, I put them next to the door going, do I wear the furry boots? I'm like, well, I don't want to get boiling and, ha- and then lose my boots because I've gone around walking in my socks. Yeah. I'm weird though.
1: Yeah. I, I definitely enjoyed being here in the scenery. Oh yes, and the food was
0: wonderful. Oh my gosh, yes. The company as well. Yes. And they've been so uh, trying so hard to be quiet. I know. <laughs> I
1: love it. Everybody's like trying to tiptoe <laughs> and, and bringing in we chairs. shoes.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it looks like is, did somebody put copper on the fire or something to get the cool blue we colors? Flames. Uh, oh. Yep, The flame stuff. <laughs> yeah, copper makes pretty colors in the fire. We who go camping a lot like to play with different colors and (laughs) fire. (laughs) Anyhow, well, thank y'all for listening. Um,
1: As always, yes. Thank you for listening to Nothing Happens in in a Small small Town. town Where things do happen, and small towns are not the quiet, quaint places you think they are.
0: Definitely not. (laughs) Something's going on behind that door.
1: So this is our last episode this year. Um, We won't be... Well, it's anything. the holidays, yeah. what have
0: you, and by the time we post this, it will be December. So, right. it don't don't worry; it's not going to be that long. Yeah. Yeah, you'll hear from us <laughs> again very soon. Right. But so. for now, um, if you would like to support us, because we do have our day jobs and what have you, and we're trying to do all these different things, like I'm, Melissa's trying to work on her writing. I'm yes. helping with a nonprofit. We kind of fill our days. Yeah. But if we if you were to support us with a little bit of extra money, maybe we could buy better equipment. Maybe even get somebody to help us with some of our research and or yeah. wrangle us. Because I know me, Ms. ADD, ADHD, <laughs> I need a keeper. Um, <laughs> well,
1: and so, um, we are we are looking at merchandise. We are at least thinking about these things. But it's one of those, it takes time. <laughs>
0: yes. And I always seem to run time. out of it. What is this? Time. Words. They're all hard. Yes. So, if you would like to uh, support us, we (laughs) do have a Patreon page, which is www.patreon.com slash nothing happens in a small town.
1: You can also go to our Instagram, which is nothing happens
0: in a small town,
1: our Twitter.
0: If it's still alive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Nothing Nothing happens
0: happens in a small small town at N-H-I-A-S-T.
1: And our Facebook page is nothing
0: happens in a small town at N-H-I-A-S-T. A-S-T, ast 2021, 2021.
1: Mm. and please please send your suggestions to, to you.
0: our gmail account at
1: nothing, nothing happens, happens
0: in a small, small town, town at, at g-mail. gmail.com as you know we take suggestions and we do follow up when we learn more
1: oh and uh, you know I forgot to mention that this episode was a suggestion <laughs> yes <laughs> it, it was, was John Hausner yeah mr so, Hausner
0: thank you very much on you, your John, 11th your
1: anniversary yes
0: yes yes they just we, it was just we, yesterday right man
1: yeah of course by we the time were, you guys hear this yeah, yeah. sorry guys <laughs> but we we were both at their wedding in, yes we were in las vegas which was years ago. so much fun yeah so. that was a
0: really fun trip happy thank you anniversary
1: guys. to you guys and thank you john for the suggestion
0: all right have all a right. good one y'all bye, thank you.
1: bye. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's the not studio audience <laughs>